Hello, yes. this is the Surviving Healthcare Podcast, and I have a very prominent guest, Carrie Rivera, here to talk about her background and her uh, adventures with chlorine dioxide over a 14-year period, which is a stunning experience. And she told me before we came on that Jim Humble stayed at her house for several years with her. So I'm I'm delighted to have you, Carrie, and just launch into this any way you'd like. Sure. Well, thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate it. It's nice to meet you. Um, yeah, the, the experience was interesting because I came in sideways. You know, I had my, my son had been diagnosed with autism when he was three and a half years old. He was born fine. He got sick, you know, like the same story of everybody else. And then um, I tried everything. I did all the biomedical interventions. I did stem cell therapies. I did everything for six years. And that dwindled down a lot of money pretty badly. And my son, while he was a bit better because he was on a diet and things like this, um, but he wasn't where he needed to be for sure. And uh, one day I prayed and I remembered that I bought these bottles, these two pretty bottles, you know, those women were like, what's in those pretty bottles? And they're like, oh, detoxification drops. So in 2009, I bought my first pair of chlorine dioxide drops. Didn't use them because for $20, you can't cure autism, right? So I just stored them away. And then when I had nothing left, there was just no hope left. But of course, I've been praying all along, but not that same praying. So I remembered the chlorine dioxide. It was down in my, my library, found it, activated, still worked. It was about a year old. It wasn't so old. And then I started to do Google search. Now, this is 13, 14 years ago. So the Google was a search engine still at that point. So it was destroys viruses, neutralizes heavy metals, takes down inflammation, oxygenates the blood, kills uh, fungus and bacteria. And I'm like, wow, this is this is made for, for autism because everybody with autism has heavy metals and, and pathogens and inflammation. So, uh, and I spent, I don't know, several weeks investigating. And then finally, I, I didn't really have the courage to ask the father because he was pretty much sick and tired of all my you know, looking for solutions and the solutions just really never panning out to be much of more anything than losing some money and well, maybe a couple more words, but not really anything uh, with, uh, you know, any substance to speak of. And then one day I was at a biomedical clinic. It was a not-for-profit biomedical clinic in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, where I was living at the time. And um, in walks, uh, out of the chamber walks uh, my ex-husband's best friend's cousin and his girlfriend. So, you know, close to the family. And I said, oh, hey, how are you guys doing? And instead of like kissing me on the cheek or saying hi, they say, we're taking MMS is what they used to call chlorine dioxide because Jim Humble named it Miracle Mineral Solution. So that was the, the, the nickname. And I said, oh my gosh, you got to come to the house because I've been investigating this stuff and it looks really interesting, but you know, I'm being met with resistance. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure, we're coming. So they come over to the house and we talk. It's okay, we're fine. We come to the decision that we will start taking it. And if we don't die, then we'll consider giving it to our son. Like, you know, at this point, we have, you know, we have very, very low alternatives. You know, it's like there's nothing else. So let's give it a try. And so, you know, days later, we're still alive. And it's okay, this is interesting. But I didn't know how to use it for children. So at that point, I start emailing. Again, this is 2010. I start emailing Genesis to church. And this Mark Brennan sends me an email and he says, okay, because I said, I've got this kid and I have this clinic and I help these people and I don't know how to use this stuff for kids because there was nothing on the internet for autism or, or for children even. 
And so Jim, he said, I'll have Jim send you an email. So at that point, Jim, the next day sends him an email. So 25 pound child, one drop eight times, 50 pound child, two drops eight times and a hundred pound child, three drops eight times a day. So my son had just turned 10 years old, like a couple days earlier, and he was exactly a hundred pounds. So I started three drops eight times a day by about five o'clock. He vomited, but he's, he had vomited during these other biomedical protocols too. When you start killing pathogens or parasites or whatever, there can be that reaction as it's called a Herxheimer reaction. So, um, I wasn't really scared. And anyway, he was started, he was eating fine. And so I'll we'll just give it a little bit of time. And at nine o'clock that night, we were in the study. I was reading a book. I was alone with him. He was as usual, jumping up and down in front of his touchscreen computer. And he turned to me at nine o'clock and he said, I want bed. And he'd never said anything that was just about like a daily routine. Like he might ask for chicken or he might ask for chips or something like this, but he would never ask for something like go to bed. He could actually stay up really, really late unless you told him it was time to go to bed. So I was alone and he'd never said that before. So I just said, okay. And he marched up to his room and he got up there and he turns and he looks me in the eye and he says, I want to take bath. Robert, he never said those things. Like he could, he had words, but he didn't have phrases like that. You know, I was always like the queen of the take a bath, take a bath. Like I was always the one doing the cheerleading for these boring things. And so I said, okay. And he got into the tub. Like I didn't even lead him. He just went into the tub. And while he was sudsing himself up, he was very happy, but not stimmy, weird, happy. He was really enjoying the water. And it was just really, and again, I'm alone and nobody else is in the house. I have no idea. I can't even think back where everybody was because I was rarely in the house by myself. But anyway, in the house, and then he turns to me after I'm drying him off and his eyes meet my eyes. And it was like this veil of autism was gone. And again, it's 2010. So there was no like preconceived idea of like, oh, that's bleach or oh, that there was none of that stuff was on the internet because it's all propaganda. It wasn't there in 2010. So there was nothing like risky about what I was doing. I even bought the chlorine dioxide from a medical pediatrician doctor in Guadalajara who dedicates a lot of time to doing ozone therapy and oxygen therapies and stuff like that. But he, he's a pediatrician. Okay. So like he doesn't come out of a homeopathic school or anything like that. He's not alternative but I bought my chlorine dioxide from him, 2010. And then this is like August of 2010. I go back to my clinic days later because the summer vacation is over for the kids and everyone's like, what did, what, what's up with Patrick? He's, he's amazing, what, what, what are you doing? And like, I got these drops. And everyone's like, where do I get these drops? And so I, I started giving people the phone number, the doctor who sells the drops. And then people are like, how do I use them? I'm like, oh, good question. You know, because I really didn't have, I didn't really know how. And that's when I started with the baby bottle method. So this is where this bottle method comes from, where you break it up. Like you take a bottle, you know, big bottle, whatever size bottle you have, and you break it up into equal parts. You can take one drop, put it into 16 ounces, drink one ounce 16 times a day, and you're only getting one sixteenth every 45 minutes of a drop. So you're able to, you know, really adjust your, uh, your detox dosage kind of thing. So... That was sort of the beginning. And then by, by December, there were four children that had lost their autism diagnosis, one from Spain, one from Guadalajara, where the, this doctor was selling the CD back in the day. And a couple of them, I don't remember, but because it was all email back in the day, in 2010, there was no Facebook or maybe there was, but you know, I don't know how to use it. So it was pretty much just via email. And that was pretty much just breaking the drops up in equal parts. And then of course, diet and different things. And then over the years, now 14 years later, 
things have changed quite a bit. I have another book coming out. My, my other book I wrote, I have it with me. It was from 2011. So don't buy this. It's too old. But anyway, it's from 2000, uh, 2014, excuse me. And then I put out like a first aid book, uh, just, you know, a little something small to have on hand, like, you know, got an ear infection, you know, we can't spend time digging through a full book. But with that, it's nice. You can find these things really easily. But that's how my, my journey started in chlorine docs. And like you said, Jim Humble lived with me and my family for two years from 2012 to 2014. And it really wasn't until 2014, 2015, the trolls and a big push against chlorine dioxide came. So up until that point, it was just the facts were on the internet. There was nothing sketchy about it. You know, it was alternative medicine, but that's, it falls in the same category as of chlorine dioxide, ozone therapy, hydrogen peroxide, and oxygen therapy. So it was not something really that far away. And of course, since nobody had been harmed from it, that it was even more of a, of course you would take it. Why wouldn't you take it? You know, of course, it just, you know, all good stuff happening there. And you can use it for kind of everything. It's cheap as dirt. Works for like, you know, your ears, your skin, your, you know, kind of whatever you're using it for. So that was my, you know, first two, three, four years really wasn't met with any, you know, any, any backlash to speak of. And then it really became obvious that they were going after people that were talking about chlorine dioxide. And, and, you know, I don't know what the, the their end game is, but I can tell you a hundred percent of the people, hundred percent of the time are not going to be taking alternative treatments, even if they're better than the mainstream treatment, they're not going to do it. They're not going to lose the clients. Actually, they're making more clients. People are sicker than ever. So it's just something that people can do. You know, I, I, I just don't think that they're going to lose the business. And I don't think that people are just going to be like, oh, well, that's going to take care of whatever our next uh, pandemic is. 100% of the people, 100% of the time are not going to take it. They're just not going to. They're not even heard of it. So what does it matter? So... So I, I, you were asking me a question. I'm happy to answer, but I'm I'm a rookie. But uh, I think your question was, uh, what what it what is the purpose of these people? And I got to yeah. tell you, a psychopath's purpose in life is to kill and destroy other people. It's yeah. they desire this stuff like some of us desire sex. So that's their purpose. And this mm -hmm. chlorine dioxide appears to me after a few months of study to be kryptonite against their bioweapons. It seems to uh, cure Lyme, which is a phenomenal problem. It's, it may be as, it, it may infest 40% of the country, even though most of us aren't symptomatic. Uh, it's, it's horrible. It just destroys their ability to function. It kills COVID instantly. It, this thing about the autism is stunning, and I'd like to hear more of your opinions about why that might work. Um, and it may, it it destroys glyphosate inside your body and maybe even graphene oxide. So this thing uh, burns down to the ground the psychopath's uh, major bioweapons that I know about. Uh, so that's that's the reason why they push so hard to get rid of it. It's it's It interferes with their plans to kill us in a simple uh, thing. So... Uh, so I'd, I'd love to hear more about what you feel the mechanism is. I mean, I know it, it kills these uh, infectious diseases. And I suppose I, I'd like your opinion about whether it oxidizes heavy metals and somehow eliminates them. Neutralizes them. No, it's not a chelator. It just neutralizes them. So what happens sometimes is when you're using chlorine dioxide, you can get the bottom of your hands or, the bot or the, your palms or the, or the bottom of your feet yellow. 
and it means that the heavy metals have been released. So then you want to do things like uh, um, bentonite clay bath or take EDTA orally or take some zeolite orally. Uh, Humic fulvic also helps take heavy metals out. So when you have neutralized heavy metals, they don't have a bond anymore. So they're very easy to take out of the body. You don't have to do like IV chelation, for example, in order to get rid of them. They're very simple to get rid of at that point. So it does help with, with it, but it's not a chelator. So you uh, like oral EDTA? I do. I do yeah. with chlorine dioxide though. Right. So I've heard mixed things about zeolite and you, you like zeolite too, because zeolite well, is a get commercial the right product. one. Well, okay. yeah, but it's kind of like saying a burger or a hamburger or yeah, meat yeah. or, you know, it's like saying anything. And, and until you have the right product, like there are really are some fun. Well, there's, there is one really fab, fabulous zeolite, really, really great. I've had ki I've just watched kids start talking. It just, it's been that simple. So yeah, the, the products do differ as well. Like I, I wouldn't want to see somebody taking like a, a clay as a zeolite, for example. It just stays in the gut anyway. So that's not going to be really where we want it. You know, you definitely want something that's liquid, that's nano, that's going to, you know, go through the body and pick up heavy metals that way. So mention that brand, if you don't mind. Uh, it's by Touchstone. Touchstone. Two words. Touchstone. Yeah. Oh, Touchstone. 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 Mm -hmm. touchstone. Yeah, it's called Pure Body Extra, PBX. It's very, very good. I, I've just seen some really amazing things. In my own self, too, I, I play tennis. And I was playing tennis, and I was taking it just to see what I would feel before I would try it on my son. So I had a bottle. I was taking it for a month. And about the three-week point, I was playing tennis. And people were like, oh, my gosh, you're playing really great. The focus and clarity that I had. And I never had a headache with it. I never had any Herxheimer reaction with it. But by that third week, it was really noticeable. My focus was fantastic just really, you know, really, really good. So <laughs> now I got to cut to my chase. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of questions, but uh, apparently this uh, stuff helps for neurological diseases. I have an early case of Park Parkinson's disease. Um, so what, what have you seen in regard to that? Well, Parkinson's, um, yeah, definitely chlorine dioxide, methylene blue, and carnivore diet. Diet really matters for neurological issues. Diet really matters a lot. And people are always trying to go vegan, vegetarian, juicing. I've never seen those things to work. So, Doesn't mean they don't. <laughs> Doesn't mean they don't, but I've never seen it personally. So you're, are you still in Mexico? Uh, no, I was in Germany. You were in Germany. And yeah. uh, can you tell your story about uh, any hassles you had with the, uh, you know, I understand that's a, a long God. story God. if you're willing to yeah. chat about it. Yeah. That. I mean, yeah. I mean, and, and it, you know, you go back to these psychopaths cause there is a psychopath and she chases people like me and goes after people of Scientology and d different people. I mean, it's not like, you know, just, just me. Um, but I'm definitely one of her favorites and she spent a lot of time and got paperwork and figured out how to do the paperwork and managed to get the German government to raid my house. And on the search warrant was her name. even. So it, it, these were not uh, cases that were coming from people. It was literally coming from her. And she said, well, I, I have harmed two children. Well, first of all, I've never worked with a German child in my life because I lived in Germany. So I would not work with anybody because Gem Germany has a very... Uh, distinct laws. So I don't know, you know, I don't know how they would go. So just was easier not to, but still three, three years later, and there's still no case. There's just an ongoing investigation of which it never goes anywhere. 
because my attorney, I ask him about every four or five months, how's it going? And he's like, mm, they didn't, apparently not so interesting that they're even bothering. But yeah, I mean, you have to suffer these, these consequences of these people who dedicate a lot of time to making your life miserable, like you said. So you have a clinic for autistic kids and you've uh, worked with many, many kids. I did have a clinic from 2006 until 2012, but there were like the occasional death threat. It's like little things would start. And then, you know, it didn't make a lot of sense to have the clinic when people could do it because I had a hyperbaric chamber there. And so people could do their own hyperbarics in their own countries. And it was better to find outlets for people to do hyperbarics when the time came instead of having to come to Mexico, for example, for treatment. Uh, it just made more sense that people were, you know, informed how to, and if you can't do something in your house, like if you come someplace and I'm going to do something for you, I'm going to help you do something. Can you do it when you go home? It's better. You stay home, get what you can. I support you. You text me, you tell me what's happening. I can lead you in these directions and stuff like that. So it, it just made more sense to close the clinic. And the clinic was a big financial drain on the family as well, because people, you know, they always come with no money. And that was, you know, when we kept trying to help people with no money and it was really difficult. And I would try to find people to donate hyper oxygen, for example, like they would on their taxes, they would deduct, you know, whatever they were donating. But I mean, for me to go and run between the Department of Family Services and this, and I mean, it was not so easy to do it because people weren't getting as involved as they should have, for example, if they you know want something for their child, like I did. I mean, not only did I have to get myself from my house to the airport, to the other city to rent a car to get into the, the hotel and have the right amount of things to be able to cook the special foods for my it's a lot of work this this you know treating and healing autism is a lot of work and it's not for the faint at heart it's not an easy thing to do because there is a diet there are several diets and you know kind of going back to carnivore diet or low glutamate diet or a low carbohydrate diet it's a lot of work these children you know and on Children go to school and of course they're playing with Play-Doh. Well, Play-Doh is 100% wheat. The kids are getting it through their skin or they're eating it off of their fingernails. So like now we've broken the diet. So there's so many things to think about, Robert, when it comes to uh, treating or curing or healing autism. I don't know what the proper words are, politically correct speaking. So is it the glyphosate in the wheat or is it some sort of, is it the gluten or what is it? I mean, there's an awful lot of people who are gluten sensitive, a lot more than the few percent that we thought before. A lot of people think that it's coming from childhood vaccinations. Of course. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that's the story. End of story. So, you know, yeah. Pierre Corey said uh, a thousand anecdotes become data. I, what it really is, is a fact. You know, that's what I call it. And uh, when a, when we've got 10,000 kids immediately after a childhood vaccination, fall down to the ground, start beating their heads on the ground and never, never talk again. That's the absolute proof, you know, that. Right. Right. Cause it. So Steve Kirsch was talking the other day, and, and this is something I've known about for a lot, a lot of years. There is a pediatric practice out of Illinois and somewhere in the suburb of Chicago. They're a practice that have dedicated to, I think, between 50 and 100,000 kids now, because this has been going on for about 20 some years. And they mostly work with a homeschooling family and the families are non-vaccinated. The children are non-vaccinated and they have no cases of autism in their records. Oh, yeah. But nobody will look at that, nor, nor the Amish. You know, the Amish don't vaccinate and they don't have autism either, but they're still not looking at these. Of course, you know, you don't want to you don't look because you don't want to find. Paul Thomas has similar data. You know, he's a pediatrician. He, he, uh, I think they took his license. He's Oregon licensed and uh, he has a podcast and so on. 
Um, <laughs> where should we go next? I mean, you're, you, you've had all this experience and I, I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear it from start to finish. So I, you, you, how many kids do you think you've worked with that with autism? hundred thousand maybe. And most of that's a big number. Well, that's we had 60,000, look at, we had 60,000 Facebook groups uh, yeah, before yeah. they closed all my Facebook groups. And that was in 13 different languages. And I had moderators. There was about 60 moderators. So we would meet in the moderator group and then the questions that they couldn't answer based on the book and based on, you know, the pr prior Q and A's, then I would be there to answer the questions. And one of the things that I've done over the last, well, my son was diagnosed in 2004. So almost 20 years now has been never stopped looking for answers. Uh, a couple of years ago, I found methylene blue. Methylene blue is great for uh, UTIs, uh, anxiety, fear, depression, uh, brain injury, Alzheimer's, you know, anything going on in the brain, Parkinson's, et cetera. Uh, but I keep finding things. And, and it was literally two years ago right now that I happened upon Dr. Sean Baker's book, The Carnivore Diet. And with the carnivore diet, the kids are recovering even faster. So I'm always looking for more answers. You know, how can we solve this problem? How can we give families peace and their child's life back, the one that they were intended for? And I'm just really driven. How's your kid doing? He's doing really well. He's doing really well. And I think that that's, um, he does well enough so that I can stay motivated to look for answers. But yet at the same time, um, I have the peace in my head as far as, you know, where he's at as well. But I, when I see kids recover, for example, I have a 22-year-old fellow right now in Ireland. I don't know why Ireland with his people in Ireland. But anyway, um, and his we use something called an ATEC score, which is Autism Treatment Evaluation Checklist. It's free at autism.org. And Dr. Bernard Rimland created this, and he also created everything that is biomedical. He was the first person to really question where autism was coming from, because in 1964, his son, actually, he was an executive producer on Rain Man, Dr. Bernard Rimland. He started Autism Research Institute in 1970. He is definitely the grand godfather of everything that is biomedical interventions, or even the idea that we don't just blame the mother anymore, that we actually say something is physically not okay with these kids, and we need to make some changes and help them get well. So um, this has been, you know, kind of a long time coming and it's not the refrigerator mother because they used to say it was the refrigerator mother. And he wrote a book in 1964. It was released in 1964 called Infantile Autism, where he questions, you know, the biological effects of what's different with the kid. So it's been questioned, you know, 50, 60 years, 60 years now, there's been the question from Dr. Rimland. And anyway, so he created this autism treatment evaluation checklist for free that people can go there and take. And it's really wonderful. It's on autism.org website. And a zero A tech would be somebody who's typical. They don't have an autism diagnosis. They're just regular. They don't have any issues. And then autism is anywhere between 30 and 145, 150, something like that. Of course, the 150 would be very severely autistic. And then the 30 is, you know, somebody who's probably got speech, a little more social, sleeping through the night. They don't have the bowel issues anymore. And of course, we just keep watching it until they go to zero. And that happens. Wow. It's, it's hard to imagine. There is no other treatment uh, outside of this that I know of that has any efficacy. I mean, maybe. There's a lot of doctors in the United States that are charging big money and parents are spending a lot of money doing lab testing and giving a lot of supplements and taking some occasional 
medicines like antibiotics and things to actually make our kids worse in the long run or IVIG or some of these other treatments. But um, there are a lot of people that are treating autistic kids, but they're not having very good results. Wow, that's quite a quite a story. So, Carrie, I didn't see a autism website for you. I just saw CarrieRiviera dot CarrieRiviera dot com. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my website. I have it. Um, you know, what can I say? There's a lot of stuff that has to just be done, kind of on the down low. But you know, I post as much as I can at CarrieRiviera.com. It's been kind of under construction as well. I have my podcast that I put up there, which is nothing to do with autism. It's just everything to do with the other stuff that I'm interested in, which is usually alternative points of view, whether it's health or you know politics or whatever is happening. But what I do is mostly just you know my email, CarrieRiviera, I think it's behind me, CarrieRiviera.com. And I have my I am CarrieRiviera, which is Instagram. I've been you know banned from... Um, Facebook. So I don't use Facebook anymore uh, because that was really a good platform. People really knew how to use it. So that was that was very useful. But now we just have to be very careful with what we say. But because of the CD part is the part that really gets me back. So I talk about diet. I mean, there's Sean Baker talking about carnivore diet day and night. He doesn't get banned. So there's most of the stuff that I'm talking about are the other pieces. For example, black seed oil and humic fulvic. Those are some supplements that are very natural, been around for four or 5,000 years, seal leaky gut. So one of the things with our kids, they got leaky gut. So we have to seal the leaky gut. Otherwise you're going to be on a diet the rest of your life. And that's not the goal. The goal is seal that leaky gut, you know, get the stuff not going to the brain and then, you know, they're going to get better. And of course, at some point they're going to be able to eat whatever they want. We don't have to do special diets anymore. So, um, man, so do you use, uh, chlorine dioxide solution primarily no. now? You don't, no. you think that it didn't work. Mix, it didn't work. They didn't work for autism in 2012. Um, Andreas was really into CDS and he said, no, it's the same. It's one-to-one. -one. So I said, okay, to my moderator. So I had 60 moderators and I said, let's all try this before we, you know, even open this up because that could just be a big problem. You know, you open it up to what, 12 to, to 60,000 people, you're going to have a lot of trouble. So I said, let's all try it. Us in September of 2012, we did this little trial and everybody went from however many drops of chlorine dioxide they were taking to that in milliliters of CDS. And the kids started to regress. So you do, we, we found that the CD and people are like begging, like, please, please, my kids waking up at night, please, please, my kids starting to flap again, you know, because until you're fully recovered, you still can have some issues until you're really done with the whole recovery healing process. And so that's why these kids were backsliding. And it, but I also noticed, for example, like with my own mother, 81 years old, CDS is great for her, but I would say anybody over 50 CDS is great. And we don't have the same hydrochloric acid levels we have when we're kids. And we don't have that same need to be as profound with the CD versus the CDS. But for autism, I've never seen CDS be as effective as CD. Wow. Yeah, I've been reading Cackler's stuff. And he seems to think that, uh, the, you know, the CD is, or yeah, the CD is cruder and more side effects and no advantage. Well, what is the side effect? Is it a Herxheimer reaction? Because side effects are things that we would have where you take a medication and it leaves you like with a blink or something, you know, a side right, effect, right. something that kind of sticks around. A Herxheimer reaction, which when you have a detox reaction, 
it's a bunch of stuff coming out. But like I told you, we do one drop divided into 16 ounces. You drink one ounce. So you're doing low and slow. And then you don't have any of that drama like I had in the very beginning with my sense. But didn't, you know, nobody gave me any instructions. There were no instructions on the internet until I started. So so do you think that uh, Cackler's, Cacker, <laughs> I, I can't Calker. pronounce it. Calker. Calker. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think his instructions and his books uh, for those different protocols are the are the best or where, where do you look for dosing uh, for your autism and so on? I know you've had a lot of experience. I I created it myself 14 years ago. I didn't even know Andrea. So the fact that, you know, some people say that he says that I learned from him, but I didn't know him until 2011. And I only met him because Jim Humble said, Oh, you need to meet my friend Andreas. But that was already, you know, there were already, I don't know, 40, 50 kids recovered by the time I met him. And he was talking more about parasites at that point. So when I met him, sat with him and his his wife at the time on the on the Skype, and we talked about parasites, what were coming out in the enemas. He was like, No, these are parasites, and you need to use mabendazole. And they, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, because nobody was talking about parasites and autism. So he identified these parasites, and it's true. You know, there's a lot of parasites that are coming out. And of course, it did benefit protocol by adding in like a mabendazole piece, which is a non-systemic parasite killer that goes mouth to anus in 12 hours. Right. Uh, uh, It's a Povan is the brand name, I think, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, there's just so much, so much to this. And Mm -hmm. there, there's no clear path to learn it all. What do you think the best way to, to uh, pick it all out is? Well, I do consults, private consultations with people. I think, you know, when it comes to to health and healing, I think that everybody, every, and I'm a homeopath, so I like to take the case. And like I was telling you before we started, you know, I mean, there's there's certain there's certain diagnoses, you know, the label, the label, but the label tells us something. Like, what does multiple sclerosis tell us? Parasites, inflammation, candida, uh, you know, Lyme is complicating, uh, diet is a big issue, leaky gut is a big issue, because these things don't happen from one day to the next, they happen over a period of time. So I do believe that there's certain things that you would use, kind of depending and or, or for example, if somebody's older, high functioning, they really don't have like autism, but they have other issues that are similar to the autism spectrum, and maybe they're in university, and they have, you know, they, they have a very busy schedule, you're not going to be able to give them 16 supplements a day, it's not going to happen. And you might be able to control the diet to a certain degree, but you're never going to have the control of a diet that you're going to have of a two or three year old. So, um, so you, you run a clinical practice, and it's online. Sort of. No, I just, I, I consult with people. Yeah. So I, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of give your opinion and then, you know, people do what, what they want, but, but it's easier to talk to somebody directly than try to look in a book for something. And right. just, you know, I'm, what letter of the alphabet am I? That's sort of general and diet matters. There's so there's a lot of problems. Like it's not just chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide is not going to seal the gut. That's why you have to do who make and black seal. These are two supplements and like i said they've been around for four thousand years at least and they really work they seal they they do a lot of things but but one of the principal things that's really important for pretty much anybody with an autoimmune disease is sealing that leaky gut and then diet matters less but in the meantime diet matters a lot and of course you know people will say well i think i need more vegetables well you don't really need more vegetables especially if you go back to you know human health and you start to look into dr uh, Dr. Robert Kiltz, Dr. Sean Baker. There's quite a few people out there that are really knowledgeable about the carnivore diet. 
which, you know, I would prefer to tell you that like eating leafy greens was better because I think it would be received better. People are like, oh, poor cows. And yeah, I agree with you. Poor cows. I'm, I'm super sorry about it. I'm really sorry, but I love animals. But the, 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 we come from there. Like the last 3 million years of human history, we were not, we, we weren't vegetarians. And I've had people send me emails and argue with me. I'm not going to argue the point. It, we weren't vegetarians. We didn't have like, you know, the all clad cooking pots in the kitchen where we were like making the stuff soft enough to be able to get it back. We weren't doing that kind of thing. We were like, you know, hunting an animal, you know, ripping it apart. We ate for, you know, a few days and we wandered on. This is what we did for a really long time until the last 10,000 years or so that we've been, you know, we've been planting stuff like, you know, rice and beans and corn and things that are not good for us that have been, you know, damaging our guts. So, so to make an appointment, uh, my listeners would email you at Carrie at CarrieRivera.com, right? Yeah, or even if they have a question, because some people just have a, you know, kind of question, like people say, where do I get chlorine dioxide? I mean, some, you know, what now I'll say, what country? And if you ask me that question, if you, anybody's listening to this and they send me an email, just tell me what country you live in, because most people probably that are listening to you are living in the U.S. But still, there's like, if you live in Canada, for example, nothing gets through their, their, their post office from the U.S., especially with chlorine dioxide. So it's not coming in. Uh, but in Canada, there are people that, so all over the world, there are sellers. There's not a, there's not a lack of sellers at all. Yeah, you can buy the you can buy the components anywhere. At least that's the way it looked to me when I every you know, country I have quartz quartz of the quartz of both components. Uh, you know, it's not that expensive. Exactly. So, uh, Carrie, can you? Uh, well, how much is it for your consultation? Um, I charge one hundred and seventy five dollars. That's for an hour. That's for an hour, but then they have access to text me twenty four seven the rest of my life. So very reasonable. <laughs> That's the rest of my life. I don't know how long that's going to be, but anyway. You mean, oh, the you don't want to make jokes like bit. that. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about um, the constraints on, I've heard you go to jail if you try to sell the stuff and you talk about it. You can do either one without any trouble. Yeah. But if you, you can do one or the other, but yeah. don't do them both. Yeah. I don't sell chlorine dioxide. I've never sold chlorine dioxide. Like I said, everybody, there's so, there's so many sellers and it's so inexpensive. There's just no sense. But, you know, I'm glad that people are providing that service, but I, I don't sell. So this whole experience is, I'm sure it's toughened you up and it's, uh, it's been, you may have been pretty tough to begin with, but it just sounds like it's been difficult. It's been difficult, but what do you do? You get up every day and you put one foot in front of the other. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand. I, you know, I still, my, 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 my little brain cannot comprehend why this is a problem. Why is it that the occasional child will recover from autism? What was that a problem? Who is, you know, because somebody will then find out that it, like you said, it's kryptonite for all of the other things that they're going to throw at us. That are, they are throwing at us. They are, but 100% of the people are not buying. I mean, they're not going to go in for the alternative stuff. They're still going to go for the regular thing. So if it, if I, it I mean, got the right, if they got honest publicity, it, it would basically destroy Rockefeller medicine. That's the way it looks to me from this early yeah. vantage. But maybe it's not as uh, universally successful as some of the, uh, you know, the promoters have claimed. Well, I just, I just really think that there's so many people that, you know, they drink the Kool-Aid every day. They, you know, they get a heaping helping of helping of CNN to the view to yeah. whatever these, you know, propaganda tools are that they have for us. And of course, as soon as you like, for example, 
my assistant said to me the other day, oh, I, I can't believe the parents are still vaccinating their kids. You know, uh, it's 2023. And I said, it's the same thing with what happened to us. We went from the gynecologist into the room where we had the baby. And right there was a pediatrician saying, can you be here in five days? I'm going to, I'm going to start injecting your kid. And you're like, of course I'll be there in five days. You know, you can barely walk, but yeah, you'll be there in five days to inject your kid. So there's never a, a chance that you like peep your head out and say, is this the right thing to do? Even though in 2023, there's still a ton of information about how bad it is, or even Steve Kirsch. I mean, there's, there's tons and tons of um, data, you know, like you were saying earlier too. I mean, the, the data is that you take 10,000 people and they're having the exact same reaction. They fall to the floor and they're, they're smashing their head. Well, we got something here, but. It, it takes a personal experience to turn somebody's head around. And once, <laughs> once you, once you peer around the corner and start real, realizing that we're mm -hmm. in the matrix, um, you can't, you can't unsee it. And then, then at least yeah. for somebody like me, you start to study. And I've, I've been studying for six years and written several books and, so on and so forth, but I'm still uncovering, uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hit the chlorine dioxide, which it seemed like the most important story I've covered. I didn't hit that until two months ago, two and a half months ago. And, uh, I mean, it's crazy. This has Welcome. been yours. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for what you've done. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Really. It is because, you know, and, and, you know, uh, Michelle and, and Valerie, Valerie Allinger, her dad, before there was a Jim Humble or Andreas Kalker carrier, before we were there, it was it was her dad. So I mean that that was amazing. And then of course the the wonderful products that he bothered to patent, you know, which is really important. That patenting piece uh, that Val's dad did was really really important. Howard Allinger, and of course you know Michelle uh, has done a lot for you know with Snood and the products that they these ladies are also promoting and selling and they're fantastic. I love their products because for example, to spray your mouth every day with CD, like welcome to the morning, I'm going to kill some bacteria. It's like, ah, it's disgusting. But you know, with, with, with the products that come from um, frontier farm, you just pump, 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 pump 15 seconds. And then you swig it and it, it's refreshing to your mouth and all those bacteria are dying and candy than every other thing. And our mouth is nice and fresh and our teeth will last us a lot longer because there's products that they bothered to take to market. I really love those products because, you know, you it's, the two bottles and some people are like, I don't want to do that. Or the other day, my dog, I left a sweater on him for a couple of days uh, and, and he got like little welts on his back and I didn't really have time because I was working. So I just grabbed my spray that, for, that comes from Frontier Farm and I just sprayed his skin gone by the afternoon it was just totally fine. I don't know what the reason was, but maybe it didn't get enough air to his, his skin or I have no idea. And then I came home from a vacation a couple, couple months back. And one of my dogs, she was so happy to see me and she's got sharp nails, ripped my arm off and just ripped. I'm bleeding and the you know, suitcases are there. And I just ran to my desk and I just started spraying it with a skin spray. Totally. I mean, just, there was no infection. I could have easily had a pretty bad infection. And I just sprayed it till it didn't burn anymore. And then, you know, kind of dried off the blood. But like those kind of products are just nice to have as we talk about chlorine dioxide, but these are patented. So if people want to say, ah, I don't really want to do that. I don't want to make it myself. Because there are a lot of people that are like afraid to make something. So then there you go. You've got your CDS, which already comes pre-made. You just have to measure it out in your milliliters. And then of course, any of the products from Frontier Farm, they're just so easy to use. And Snoot, you just literally, I just take a capsule of each and I throw in like a little thing. And then if I go to the airport, get a few snorts in there before I get on the plane, a couple more on the plane, a couple more off the plane. Cause I mean, how many times do you ever go on a plane you get sick and everyone's sneezing, coughing, whatever they're doing around you. So that's, it gives you like a layer of protection without having to mask up and look 
like a stooge all masked up. You're droll. <laughs> you know, I view those products as the entry drugs into making chlorine dioxide for yourself. Have the solution or the other stuff. So, so you don't have anything to do with the solution now. You don't make. You don't think that's so effective, and you just you make up your fresh components. You put that together and consume that within a, a few minutes each time. No, it depends who it is. So, if it's a child, for example, a child with autism, drop, drop one minute, put it into your sixteen ounce bottle, take an ounce every forty five minutes till the bottle's gone. Next day, two drops, et cetera. Depending on weight, you go up by drops. If I'm working with somebody over 50 years old, CDS, I will use CDS, but not for children with autism, but for people that are over 50, my mother or myself, that kind of thing. Well, it's interesting that. Uh... <laughs> but I do use a CDS. I do. I do. Just not for autism. Well, tell me what other things we missed because I'm I'm a little bit at a loss. I'm I'm you're you're a wonderful resource, and I you know I think I'm going to consult you about my own condition just for the heck of it. But there's so many pieces, okay, Robert. There's so many pieces, so it's not like oh chlorine dioxide. And I remember Jim used to tell Andreas and I this. He would say, "Oh, you guys are ridiculous for doing a parasite protocol, and you don't need mebendazole, and you don't you don't need that stuff because chlorine dioxide will get rid of it." How long will it take me to get rid of it? How how much time do I have to invest? It's better to do several things simultaneously that work similarly yet differently at the same time. So for example, black seed oil, just, just grab black seed oil because it's been around since two tank almonds time. I mean, they were using that. They sent them to his afterlife with a bottle of black seed oil, for example, because it you know destroys all kinds of pathogens and stuff. It will, and this is not carrier and this is stuff that I, you know, I've learned by investigating it kills all pathogens, great against parasites in the gut, seals the junctions of the leaky gut, detoxifies inside of the cells. So there's, and it kills all pathogens, virus, bacteria, parasites, candida. Uh, it's very good, but it's not the same as chlorine dioxide. It's not the same as mebendazole. It's not the same as humicolic. They all have their different points where they're important. And what I've found is I added in different things that work similarly yet differently that I get where I want to go faster without the herpsing and all the difficulties. It's just all uh, based on experience. I mean, it's just it's all massive, based on experience, massive experience. And, uh, yeah. well, I, I, Carrie, I'm a little, what? I'm usually not at a loss for words, but uh, today I, I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, you, you know what happened, Robert, not to interrupt you, but, um, a lot of the moms, most all the moms that I work with, and again, we had like 60,000 people in Facebook groups. Almost every mom had fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism. Almost every mom had a, a lot of Lyme, a lot of Americans with Lyme from the East Coast, for example, lots of Lyme. Um, and a lot of the kids had the autism because the moms had the Lyme when they got pregnant. So the babies got the Lyme and Uto. So this was uh, also kind of a big piece. And I watched people get well with, because they would take it with their kids, like like I did too, you know, right. I was taking before. And um, and they were getting better. And and, and one day I remember facing them talking about Facebook, you know, quite a, quite the 10 years ago. I'll never forget this one mom had texted and she was like, she was a doctor from a country in Africa. And I don't know if it was Nigeria, but I think it was Nigeria. Anyway, they'd moved to the States and 
she had fibromyalgia and her son had autism. Her son, I don't know how recovered he was, but he was doing really, really well. And she posted, my fibromyalgia is gone. And I private messaged her and I said, are you serious? And she's like, oh. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, oh yeah, like, like people don't realize what a miracle that is because many people can spend their entire life suffering from you know this label fibromyalgia, yeah. whatever those pathogens are that are causing the fibromyalgia or chronic fatigue or Lyme or whatever it is. And people are getting well with that. So it's like, we have to share this kind of information. And of course we've been silenced, but I just watched so many people get well with different things. And after I did that for a long time, and again, this is my 14th year now, I started in, bought in 2009, started in 2010, to watch so many people, so many people get well. And, and, and name the label, because at the end of the day, these autoimmune diseases are just labels. So, but, so what are your symptoms in your label? You know, because all, and then you can look at them. Like I have, like I was telling you about this, you know, the, the methylene blue. Uh, two years ago, I started, uh, found out about methylene blue. A friend of mine told me, she's like, hey, I'm taking this stuff, methylene blue. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never heard of it. I looked it up. It fixes your mitochondrial disorder, you know, broken mitochondria, which is always like, like that is the, the point where autoimmune diseases start off. And methylene blue is just that blue stuff that you put in, in the water when your fish has like, fish a, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, of course, now you have to use the USP one. They, they sell them on Amazon, so it's clean. Um, but you can't believe the people that are, and of course, 2023, how I many, how much anxiety and depression do people suffer? It's kind of like across the board. Put the methylene blue into their it's 25 drops twice a day in, in a glass of water, just no food an hour before and after. That's pretty easy to do. Uh, people are like happier. They're not depressed anymore. It's so simple. It's so simple to take something like that. There's no side effects. There's no irksing. You know, so there's so many things that we can just add in. And it's not just, there's no real one hit wonder. And I think that that's what a lot of people think when they hear, you know, us talk about chlorine dioxide, because we're only focused on my name related to chlorine dioxide or Andreas's name related to chlorine dioxide or Jim Humble or Howard Allen or whatever. But at the end of the day, there are, it is more, uh, it is more complicated. It's not so simple. Like, oh, I'm just going to take this drops and everything's going to be fine. I hope so. But you might have to put a few other things in. So you you take your methylene blue through a straw. How do you avoid all that horrible staining? <laughs> I tried um, that for a while. You can put it in I a just, capsule. Yeah. You can put it in a capsule. And then what I was doing, because I really don't also enjoy the liquids because I have so many liquid things that I have to drink all the time. Uh, I really do prefer capsules. So I got a, an appointment with a doctor out of Sedona and she was writing me a, a prescription in my pater, writing me a prescription for the capsule. So there are some compounding pharmacies that if you have a prescription, you can get your products through a compounding pharmacy. It's more expensive that way. But for me, it was worth it just because, like I said, I have so much, so much, so many liquids to drink every day. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have probably 15 different pills I'm trying to take and uh, my, my gut doesn't cooperate. And so yeah. my uh, uh, naturopath is having me take a lot of liquids, but there's still another five or 10 of them that are, are in pill form. I mean, it's crazy. You might want to see maybe there's some that you really don't need. Yeah, you know, they, I, I they, wish they, that was a lot the case. of times they'll say to you, "Well, you know, you need this because you look at your low in this." But how how is that going to solve my my immediate problem? And sometimes you have to pick and choose. Like I, I told you, you know, when I'm working with older people who don't have you know autism per se and they have a pretty full life, we have to pick and choose what they're going to be able to take. You cannot usually take 16 or so supplements a day. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Carrie, I'm 70, and uh, my I I used to think I could throw down anything, but uh, but now you know I do much better if I quit all those supplements for 48 hours, 
And then all of a sudden I, I don't seem to have the tinnitus or the, uh, you know, or this, uh, the bubbly stomach. Yeah. I would, I would, I would like to see what you're taking and see what you actually need. Yeah. I mean, I'll make an appointment. Uh, Be happy to help. Yeah. And so, uh, well, I'll put your, uh, your contact info in the show notes and you can, Thank you. you can see, uh, see if anyone else is interested. I've got a lot of people who are pretty sophisticated, but I, they're not anything like you are. Well. <laughs> it's just, I have a lot of experience. That's, that's really what life has given me is a lot of experiences. I looked for the solution for the last 20 years for my own son. And of course, as I looked for him, I found for others as well. It's been very fascinating. I can only say that I've just been fascinated. And the people that I've met along my journey to, because I also have a podcast where, you know, when I read Sean Baker's book, I immediately invited, I'm like, I need this man's email. I immediately invited him to be a guest on my show or the book about methylene blue. Uh, it's by uh, Mark Sloan. It's on Amazon. He's a, he's a great resource for methylene blue, for example, just to understand the whole concept of methylene blue, because really there aren't, there's really very little information about something so amazing as methylene blue. For example, these are just examples that I'm pulling out of the things that I do use. Those are on my list, but my, I got a long list. So, all right. Well, <laughs> anything else you would like to say or any other uh, contact information you need to leave or, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I... You, well, if anybody has any questions, just email me, carryrivera.com. I answer emails. It doesn't cost anything. I answer all my emails. And I would suggest also maybe signing up at carryrivera.com for my newsletter. And then I let you know like who I'm interviewing or who I interviewed. And then my books are coming out sometime in the next seven to 14 days. So if you know you want to get a, a gift for somebody that's you know got a kid with autism, the book is great. It's going to have everything that we do, everything that works, how it works, how to take it. So then you don't even have to have a consultation. Just buy a book. So the, the adjuvants seem to be the problem with the vaccines, the mercury and the aluminum now. Well- maybe that might be the problem, but maybe, and there is no testing, the synergy between three to seven or eight vaccines in one day in the body yeah, and that's coming right. in in one needle. So a lot of people say, well, my kid didn't get 72 vaccines before the age of two, but they don't realize that in one needle behind the syringe behind one needle can hold up to eight different vaccines and shot in at one time. And there's never been any testing to see what the synergy was between two, three, four, up to eight vaccines in one day. I, I harp on this all day long to everyone I can, I, that can stand to listen to me, but no vaccine, just like no psych med, has ever been subjected to placebo control. So that means that the studies are a tissue of frauds and that the, the authors are running a scam and that the uh, pharma companies are colluding in murder, as far as I'm concerned, because yeah. the you know I'm, I'm preaching to the choir here. But I, anyway, Carrie, I'm tremendously grateful for your time and we'll be in, oh, we'll be in contact. You. Thank you very much for the interview. I appreciate it. It was nice sharing with you. Okay. Nice Thanks to meet you as well. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.